Hello, and welcome to AOL Church, a place to connect. This is where we gather together common people and equip them to live connected lives. AOL Church exists to connect with God, connect with people, and ultimately connect people with God. Thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast. Now, let's listen in on this week's sermon. Go ahead and give it up for Jesus one time. If he's ever healed your body, praise him. If he's filled you with the Holy Ghost, shout out loud one time. If God's been good to you, give him praise. If you believe the best is still yet to come in your life, give God a shout. Come on and shout. Get rid of your pout and give God a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Job chapter 19, verse 25. Maybe someone's going to put that up on the screen. Is it up there? Good. Had they not put that up there, I was going to start taking up $100 offerings. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, the ring is gone. I heard a ring a few moments ago up here, and it has disappeared. How many is glad to be here? How many of you are actually here? You got more than your car in the parking lot. You've got your spirit in the service today. I believe God's going to touch people that are here present. I believe people that will hear this online, God is going to minister to them also. There will be people that will be ministered by the words even after months or weeks after this service. People will look at it and still be blessed because the Word of God is new every day. Aren't you glad when you woke up this morning that God said His mercy was brand new today? Somebody say, my God is an eraser. He has erased my past. He has erased my faults and my failures. He's erasing my trials and my tests. Say, thank you, Lord, for erasing the past. Thank you for preparing me for the future. How many believes the future is going to be greater than the past? Come on and give God a shout and worship him. Would you read that verse, if it is on the screen, Job 19 and 25, would you read that, please? God's going to do what in the latter days? Well, the world must still be here for him to be able to stand on it. Everybody's saying it's the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It may be the end of an age, but it's not the end of a world. It may be the end of a dispensation, but it is not the end of the world. Oh, yes. Clap your hands, and when you have done that, you may be seated. Thank you. I want to talk to you about the subject I know. No, I'm not, nothing follows that. That is the subject. 
I know. Turn around and tell somebody, I know. I was a pastor for about 20-something years, and uh, people would want an appointment to come and talk to me on Monday or Tuesday morning or whatever at the church, and um, pastored between three and 400 people. That happened quite often. And when you start to tell people something, and they'll say something like this, I know. And, and I would say, well, what are you doing in the office? Why did you tell me you wanted to talk, you wanted to sit down, if you already know? Most of us have experience talking to somebody, and you can see there's a need in their life, but when you try to give them the answer, they just go, I know. Amen. You need to go to the doctor. You need to lose some weight. You need to gain some weight. You need to smile every once in a while. You need to go to church. You need to wear a mask. Thank God sometimes you need to take it off. But the question is, it burns in my spirit. If we already know something, why haven't we done it? If we already know how to live for God, why haven't we already done it? If this brother's up here playing this instrument, and he is, and he's doing a good job, and give him a hand clap for that. And you know how to play it too. Why aren't you playing one? If the pastor comes up to the pulpit, you know so much about preaching. Why aren't you preaching somewhere? It's so easy to go around mouthing off about somebody that is doing something. And you're not, but you're always saying, but I know how to do that even better. It's time for somebody that really knows how to do something to do it. If you know how to testify, it's time to testify. If you know how to read your Bible, you need to start reading your Bible. If you know how to talk in tongues, it's time to talk in tongues. If you know how to shout, it's time to get up and shout. Somebody stand up and shout one time and say the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. Oh, shout and give him praise and give him glory. Would you worship the Lord right now? Come on. Come on and praise the Lord. Most of those people that know so much rarely show us anything. I'm sorry, I'm, I just came here to make friends today. Satan is a thief and a robber. Is there anyone out there that Satan has ever robbed you? Hold your hand up. Say, look out, devil. I'm coming to get what belongs to me. If there was a God to give it to you and the devil took it away, it's time to get your joy back. It's time to get your testimony back. Quit telling people what you know and show people what you know. I'm not exactly sure because a lot of people are wearing a mask. But somebody was sitting back in that area back in there last weekend. And I called them out and said something to them. Something about the Lamb's Book of Life. Where are you at? Would you stand up, please? Could you tell in just a couple of sentences what happened? 
And had you prayed about that? Had you asked God that that would be nice if you could hear that? Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Isn't, isn't that amazing? Somebody give the Lord praise. And, and who is that right there beside you? Your sister. Would you like to be prayed for? Just stand up, if you will, and lift your hands up to the Lord. Would you mind helping me here? Brother Grimsey, you're not supposed to do this yet. You haven't preached. I can do it if I want to. Who's the person that said I couldn't do it? Because, see, I'm not doing it anyway. I got a God. I got a God that walks through the water. I got a God that walks through the fire. I got a God that raises the dead. I got a God that turns the water and weakness into wine. I got a God that forgives sin. And there's no other name under heaven. If you believe in that, jump up and shout about it. Well, we may as well get this over. Amen. Get the suspicion behind. Have we ever met? Have we ever had a conversation? You've been hurt enough. Relationship. God is going to change some things. God God has said you've been put down, you have been walked on, you have been disappointed enough. Does this make sense to you? There's a change coming. Would you just brush her shoulders? She's got some chains up there, some, some big old spirit. There it goes right now. Besides that, besides that, reach around and lay your hand on her right there, low on her stomach. Be healed there too. Be healed right there. I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thy blood and said unto thee, Live. God, hear the sail, heal the sails that are in that body, the red ones and the white ones. Bring each one of them up to the right count and let her blood count be healed. In the name of Jesus, heal the home, heal the family, heal her heart. And listen to this, the best of you is still in front of you. It's not behind you. It's not in the present. Woman, pick your feet up and shout. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Come on, everybody give God the praise. It's time for a move. It's time for a change. It's time to put the past behind you. Quit thinking about it. Go ahead and do it. Woo. Go ahead and get you some luggage, get you a suitcase, get you some boxes, and get ready. I wish somebody in here would shout and say, thank God I know. Say it, I know. Say it, I know who Jesus is. Say it, he's God in the Father. He's God in the Son. Are you helping me? He's God in the Holy Ghost. Say it, I know. He's all three in one. Now pick your feet up and shout and say, look out, devil. I know I got power over you. Woo! Amen. Amen. Woo! 
him another 10 seconds if you can hold out for that. junkyard dog of Pentecost. That's what I say about myself. Because I heard some other people they didn't tell me they don't know much about But they told somebody else that Grimsley fella. He's just weird. Thank you. Thank you for talking about me because woe unto you when all men speak well of you. So the pastor and the first lady must be doing all right. Keep on yakking. Keep on talking about them. Keep on talking about Sister Grimsley because the more you put us down, the more I feel like I'm going up. Shut up. You may be seated. Somebody say, I know. Hardest person to talk to. I want to tell you it's easier to win somebody into the truth that knows nothing about church than it is to try to reprogram somebody. The hardest people to deal with sometimes are the ones that says, I have a ministry too. It's all right. It's true. Watch out about trying to get your ministry going when you can't get on board with somebody else's ministry. We think in Pentecost that what we feel is what counts. But when I can't feel him, he's still God. When I can't touch him, he's still God. I'm going to give you a news flash. What you know in your mind, what you know in your heart is greater and more powerful than any feeling you can ever experience. When you can't feel him, when you can't see him, he's still God. When cancer's got a hold of your body, he's still God. When your husband or your wife leaves you, he's still God. When nobody brags on you preaching, he's still God. pray for me I just feel God again what you know is greater than any feeling I'm not, I'm not preaching against the feelings I'm, I'm not telling you to become like a statue 
I'm telling you, if you can't feel him, if you haven't been feeling him, he is right there. If he's ever healed you one time, he can heal you again. If he's made you shout once, he's about to give you something to shout about again. Somebody say, look out, Satan. Your kingdom in my mind is coming down. It's coming down. Today is my day of deliverance. Somebody is about to walk into deliverance today online in this service. You're going to shout again. Oh, Brother Grimms, I want to tell you something. I am a lawyer at the doctor. I know the doctor. I know about the hair. I know about the breast. And no, I'm not making light of this. But I'd like to introduce you to something besides the doctrine. It's the power and demonstration. Apostolic churches, after you've had the doctrine, you can step into another realm. It is no him in power and demonstration. People are rioting in our streets. They're tearing city blocks down. They're pulling monuments down. I believe the church is going to rise up and we're going to demonstrate. Not a spirit of destruction, but a spirit of healing must begin in the house of God. If you've got racial problems, get rid of it. Get it under the blood. Get up and shout about that one time. Some of you white people, get up and shout about that one time. careful, we are looking at the beginning of the end of America. Because when you destroy everything about our past, I'm, I'm not just talking about the negative things, I'm talking about when you go beyond the negative things and you start destroying everything, you're destroying our future. But God said, I got plans I want everybody in this building to know this when we're talking about I know and everybody online, God's got plans for you. But Brother Grimsley, I have offended God. I have done wrong. When you made a mistake, God did not tear up the plans. When the enemy comes in like a flood, it doesn't change God's plans. When you goof up, when you mess up, when you foul up, God still got a set of plans. 
How many is ready for God to open up the plans for you, the architect of the universe, and to say, here's what I wanted you to do from the beginning. If you believe God still got a set of plans for you, would you shout for 10 seconds about it? Come on and shout. Devil, my God's got plans for me. Hell cannot stop what heaven wants to do. Woo! Come on. Come on. God is the architect. You are His design. His design, and there's not a devil in hell that can change the plans, God's plans for my life. They're going to be fulfilled. COVID-19 will not tear up the plans of God. The mayor, the governor, my family will not destroy the plans God's got for me. I know my Redeemer liveth. Jump up and down and shout it. I know my Redeemer liveth. I can't feel him. I can't hear him. I can't see him. But he's alive and well. I want somebody to get ready to shout. Say, hey Jesus, Jesus. would you please ignore? ignore. Come on now, say it louder. Please ignore ignore. the six-foot rule and touch me right now. Touch me. I want to run. I want to collide with Jesus. Don't you dare stay six foot away from me, Holy Ghost. I know. I know that God sent this man and this woman to this place. But what I want to know is, what I don't know is, are you going to give them the reins? Are you going to be a tool to help them? God said, I sent helps into the church. We don't need nobody to help run people off. We don't need no judges to help judge people. What we need 
is a redeemer. Has anybody been redeemed? Did he pay a price for your sin? You can be seated anytime, but please don't pull nobody down. A preacher friend of mine pastors a small church in Louisiana, just outside of Alexandria, Louisiana. He's almost overlooked because of the great church in Alexandria. Just a few people. His wife had been sick here a while back, very sick. Called and asked me to pray. One day while I was praying, I just felt like God said, I'm going to take her. But I couldn't tell him. You just, wisdom is justified of her children. That's in your Bible, by the way. Just because you know something doesn't always mean you should tell it. It's God that reveals secrets. Mm. Woo! Somebody say secrets. I've heard people tell me in church, we don't even know where the pastor lives. It's more important that you know where God is than know where your pastor is. Mm, I could tell you like that. So I heard that this woman, this pastor's wife, had died. This just happened like a week, Sister Granger. And I, could, I couldn't call him the first day because wisdom is justified of her children. So when you tell somebody, I know what you're going through, make sure you've really been there. Because the first thing I said to him is, I, I, I can't tell you I know what you're going through. I can't do it. It's like I, I got one pastor friend, and they, they've never had any children. Now they're too old to have them. Unless we got another Miracle case like we had in the Bible, which would probably kill both of them, but anyway. Oh, let me get back in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Is God amazing? Is it, listen, I, I, I'm going to jump right back over here one time. I, I just want you to know that young lady was saying, I wish he'd tell me what I heard him tell somebody one time, that my name is in the book of life. I mean, I, I just got to follow up on that because I'm walking away and the Holy Ghost taps me on the shoulder and says, you're not through. Well, what am I supposed to do? He said, tell her about her name, about her new name. See, I, I didn't get, and she didn't get her old name written down. Got her new name written down. Do you believe there's a white stone with your new name written down on it? Your name in heaven has been written and engraved in stone. Do you get that? The rock put your name on a rock. My God, that makes me want to shout. I wish I was young so I could preach a little bit. Woo! I pre preached one time years ago. and uh, 
can't remember what the sermon was about, but after church, this woman met me and she said, I've already heard that. I mean, I got people shaking hands. There's always one. so good about knowing him making sure that I stretch my heart right there and I make sure that I revolutionize my life and one comes by already knew that well thank you so much you just made my day what I want to know is if you know it why don't you show it If you know you're supposed to testify, where's your testimony? Somebody needs to be shouting, hey, COVID-19, I got a testimony. Hey, primary doctor, I got a testimony. Hey, you sorry husband that won't help me feed them children, I still got a testimony. Hey, orphan children, I got a testimony. Hey, devil that's been fighting my ministry, I got a testimony. You've been telling me what you know about me. Let me tell you what I know about you. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Where is your testimony? This church, but a lot of churches don't have testimony services in here because you just can't hardly do it. It seems that in Pentecost, testimonies have turned into how bad things are for you. That's what you hear testimonies, I mean, testimonies and I just enjoy doing stuff like that. Makes me feel good all over. I used to have my musicians, when we'd try to have a testimony service, I'd have them in place. And when somebody would get up and say, it was last Tuesday. No, I think it was Wednesday. And I'll go. Because I don't care what day it was. I just want you to tell me what he done for you. Don't give me the details. Give God the glory. Don't make it about you. Make it about him. I know somebody say it. That I'm made to be an overcomer. By the blood of the Lamb. And the words of my testimony. So I called this pastor to comfort him. And I said, I I just hardly don't know what to say to you, Reverend. He said, Brother Grimsey, before you start, I want to tell you what happened. This was two days Three days after her death, I guess. Three days after her death. And I'd just been thinking of all kind of things to say. I never said none of it because he just stopped me dead in my tracks. 
just a pastor of a little bitty church, just a handful of people. But he loves God. And he said, I'd walked out on my back porch and I'd, I'd been thinking about my wife being buried out there in the ground. He said, and Jesus walked up right beside me and said, I got something I want to tell you, son. You thought she was yours. But all this time, I had redeemed her. From when she was a girl, she was mine. Are you getting this? God said what you're looking at is the possession of a purchase. Come on. Has God purchased you? Are you getting ready for Are you getting ready for the Holy Ghost to possess what he has purchased? You don't understand, I don't think. You have been bought with the blood of the Lamb and any moment he can say, you're mine. You're mine. Any moment God can say to this man and this woman, listen to me, church, listen. You are my purchased possession. You're my purchased. Say it, brother, not three times. I'm a possession of God. Would you mind if he wanted you since he bought you if he'd done something with you? You don't mind, do you? No. Say it, church. I am a possession. possession. See, some of you guys, I, I get to thinking about Sister Grimsley 50 years. She's mine. But when this man told me this, God said, no, she's mine. I mean, we, we're holding on to children. We're holding on to husbands and wives and aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas and friends just by a thread when all the time God is saying, they're mine. And when that rapture takes place, does anybody in here still believe in the rapture? I said when that rapture takes place, God's going to take possession of his purchase. Say it out loud. God is about to take possession of his purchase. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a possession of God. Purchased. You need to watch out when you start touching and hurting something that belongs to God. Hello? Yes, uh, I, I don't like her either. And I don't like him. Wait a minute. Before you talk anymore, before you hang up, surely you wasn't talking about a possession of God. Sure you wasn't talking about something the Holy Ghost went shopping for one day and bought it. 
not for the way it was, but for how he could change it. See, when God buys you, he don't keep you like you are. He changes you. How many is ready for a Holy Ghost transition? Does anybody in here want God to transition your mind? Because you never change the way you live until you change, get it, the way you think. may be seated. I hope so. You need to know how to win. This message is about I know. You need to know how to win. We've had too much losing. We've lost too much in the Pentecostal church. We've lost too many people attitudes of preachers and thank God you don't have one like that. I don't care if they leave or not. We need to change our attitude. We need, we, here's what we need. Somebody say, change my attitude, Lord. What you need is an attitude of gratitude. Instead of a man walking around with one woman and you got an attitude, I could have a better looking woman, get you an attitude of gratitude because most likely wouldn't nobody have you anyway. You gonna help me out if they come after me. Will you help me out? Thank you. Will you help me? Woo! Blessed to have what you got. If you got mirrors in your house, take a good look. Somebody say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say it, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. At a certain church social, I think it was old Brother Blankenship church. Sister Grimsley's waiting on me because I'm just a dumb, I don't know how to wait on myself. And I don't need no lessons. I don't want to find out. <laughs> One woman walked up and said, I wouldn't wait on him like that. I said, honey, the door of opportunity is not open. I already got somebody doing that. Next time the devil says, I'll wait on you, you tell him, I already got somebody doing that. He's the lily of the valley. Do you know the lily of the valley? If you do, the next time you get in the valley, don't cry about it, shout about it. The next time you're in a valley, look around. Somewhere down there at your lowest point is the lily. Say it, I found the lily. Somebody shouted, I found the lily. I'm not talking about what we normally think of a lily like growing in a body of fresh water. These lilies the Bible's talking about are dry land. They are desert type Lilies. Whew. Man, 
That'll preach right there. I know one man that found God on the back side of the desert. It didn't say just in the desert, but he was on the back side of nowhere. How many is believing God's going to show up in some of your families? He's going to show up in your life. Say it, when I'm on the back side of nowhere, he's going to get me by the hand and take me somewhere. Come on, I want you to get out of that valley. I want you to get rid of that I'm dying mentality. I'm just in survival mode. You're about to be in a blessing season. Say it, I know. Not only the doctrine, but I know him in power and demonstration. Believe it with me and claim it right now. What's the, what, what's the theme of the message? I know. Know this. God is acquainted with everything about you. I mean, see, not only the things you want in your life. You see, not only what you want in life, because you still have some that are the junkyard dog evangelist. He's acquainted with. He's acquainted that all you'd like to hear is my name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. And he can touch a nobody and answer you just like that. Because we're about to go beyond the doctrine because the results of the doctrine is power and demonstration. Not the results of any preaching, but the results. I wish somebody would listen to me right now. The results of an apostolic church is power and demonstration. The devil has demonstrated he can shut the church. God is going to demonstrate I can open the church in more glory than it ever was before. Shout and praise him for it. Somebody say, I know. He is a present help in the time of need. Isn't that wonderful? But you can't prove it. Job said he was just so messed up and all these boils all over his body, these blisters. He's got this deal scratching itself. He said, I looked over here to my left and I couldn't see God. And I looked over to my right and anybody else ever been there? And, and I couldn't see God. He said, I looked back. And boy, that's what we do a lot of when we really go in trouble. We do a lot of looking back at the way things used to be. With all of this pandemic and all this stuff going on, sometimes all we got to do is just look back a year or so ago and things sure were different. And then he said, I even, I even looked forward to God's glory, but I couldn't 
I couldn't find God. I couldn't see God. I, I want to know. I've been there. Has anybody else ever been there? Have you ever had like a season of a few, just three or four of you? I've had people run up in my prayer lines before and just say, I just, I just want to know God's still with me. But then Job said, after he said, I can't feel anything, I can't see anything, I cannot find God. But then it dawned on him. He said, I know that my Redeemer is alive. I want to ask you, if you still know, would you please stand for just one moment? Could you shout for 10 seconds and say through every bit of this, I know you're still God. You that are online, through your sickness, you're having financial problems, sickness problems, medical problems, you got marriage problems, everybody listening online today, I'm going to tell you, He knows. He knows you. God still got your number. But I want you to know that through it all, your Redeemer is still alive and well. You may not be able to get to your primary doctor, but you can still access God. Woo! Glory! I know there's a storehouse. You believe in the storehouse of heaven? Sister Grimsley and I lived down in Florida. She was born and raised in the Panhandle. I was in Central Florida. Florida's a great place to live. Leave. I'm sorry. Felt like I left Egypt. Amen. But anyway, God just got a way of bringing everything together. Say it with me. Say, God's got a way. Reach over and touch somebody. I mean, you know, just lest they look like they're sick. Tell them, say, God's got a way. Come on, touch them and say, God's got a way for you right now. And. And it was over in Tampa, they would advertise, I lived in the central part of Florida, and they would advertise over in Tampa, a place called Unclaimed Freight. And last night when I got into town here, I got to thinking about that place, Unclaimed Freight. Now that freight had already been paid for. That, that living room suit, that bedroom suit, things that cost thousands of dollars, somebody had already paid for it but they would not go down and pick it up. I, I want you to understand, when I begin to think about that, it was around 7 or 8 o'clock last night in the motel room, I begin to think about that. God said, I have got in heaven unclaimed freight. Tell my people when you get to church, walk up to my throne and tell them, I come to get what is mine. Hold your hand up and say it, Jesus. If I've got some freight up there today, I'm coming to get it right now. Say it in the Holy Ghost. I'm about to enter your presence. I'm going to get my healing. I'm going to get my miracle. I'm good. You're, you're going to give me access to what's already been paid for. Somebody get this right now. Heaven is full of things that all you got to do is kick every devil between you and the throne of God out of the way and say, I come to get, I come to access what's mine.
know heaven's got a storehouse. Woo! Woo! Reverend's just all right. I know that unto us a child was born and the government. I don't care if it is in line. The government is not on Nancy Pelosi's show. It's still not on her shoulders. The government is not on the Democrat or the Republican. This whole election that is about to come up, God's going to be involved in it. He said, I raise them up and I put them down. Say it with me. The government is on his shoulders. Now praise him for that right now. Woo! Just about time they say we're going to kill little babies that's already been born. God's going to say, wait a minute. That baby belongs to me. I'm tired of murder in America. I feel like shouting. I wish somebody young would shout for me one time. Say it, I know the government's on his shoulders. That's in your Bible. Don't question me. I, I'm through. Just remain standing. I'm, it'll help me to remember that I'm through. It's okay. I'm about halfway through it, but I'm going to quit anyway. I know it. Say, I know that his name is wonderful. Say it. I might be in the valley, but his name is wonderful. And I'm about to collide in this valley with Mr. Wonderful. I mean, your brother or your sister in the church rips you up one side and down the other. You want to slap them flat of their back. Then it dawns on you, his name is Wonderful. They may not be acting very wonderful, but his name. <laughs> the report from the primary doctor wasn't too good, but his name is wonderful. <laughs> Could we do that? I, I know we'll never make it 100%, but... I just want you to join me. Lord, I believe your name is wonderful. Your name is wonderful. You've been so wonderful to me. You are a wonder to me. After 50 years of trying to live for you, you are so wonderful. <laughs> Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. 
His name shall be called Wonderful. Say it one time. Say it. I call you Wonderful. Say it. After being tried and tested, I still call you Wonderful. Know this. He is a counselor. We mentioned that on the way over here. And, and here it is. Here it is right here. You, you he shall be a counselor. You, you think that counselor, you're paying so much and trying to help you out, charging you three, four, five hundred dollars. A counselor cannot get you any farther than it has gotten them. People's advice cannot get you. If we would just take a good look at who's talking it up, it might help you to shut them up. I like this. That, that guy right over there likes it. I It's like, it's like saying, sick him to a bulldog. Amen. <laughs> Say it, I know. He's my counselor. He'll tell you how to dress. Don't you get quiet on me. He'll tell you when you start to go in the wrong store, don't go in there. He'll tell you when you got that little blue light in your house and it ain't blue glory. When you look at things you shouldn't be looking at. Because that's why you got the computer turned around where people can't see it when they walk in the room. I'm, I got to quit. I'm feeling too good. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. All I want you to do today is Go beyond the stage of, I think, I, I think this about the virus. I, I think we're living in so-and-so. I, I think that we're under the third seal or the sixth horse, or I think we're in another dispensation or what. Quit thinking and just say, I know. Quit hoping you're saved. Know that you're saved. Clap your hands about that. I want to clap my hands. Shout it out loud. I know I'm saved. I know I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. All right, play us a little something, if you will. Maybe something gospel. Amen. <laughs> 